0: Hey Permies! Vincent here, your permaculture guide. This episode covers a short summary on The Hidden Life of Trees by Peter Wallabin. Of course, I would definitely suggest picking up a copy of this book. You can grab a copy of this book in any format you wish with the links I provided in the description of this episode. The Hidden Life of Trees, What They Feel, How They Communicate, and Discoveries from a Secret World by Peter Wallabin is a fantastic read. It's actually part of a trilogy. This is book one out of three. There are two other books that are similar to this work. The other is The Inner Life of Animals and The Secret Wisdom of Nature, all written by Peter Wallabin. Now, if you would prefer an audio version of this book, I would highly suggest it as the narrator, Mike Grady, really does a good job narrating this book. I listened to the audio version myself, and I was very pleased with the experience. I highly suggest you pick that version up. The Hidden Life of Trees describes how trees can communicate, support each other, learn from experience, and form alliances with other inhabitants of the forest. Similar species and ones that are different. There is so much more to the forest life than what meets the human eye. As you walk through the woods, you may get an impression that the surrounding trees are all very individual, passive entities. Trees appear still, their growth isn't directly visible, they don't seem to communicate, you might even forget that these are actually living beings. In the hidden life of trees, Peter Wolopin shows that these are all but appearances. A favorite quote from the author, When you know that trees experience pain and have memories and that tree parents live together with their children, then you can no longer just chop them down and disrupt their lives with larger machines. Having worked as a forester for 30 years, He has accumulated plenty of observations that the life of trees is much more elaborate than we humans can perceive at first glance. Most of his observations are backed up by scientific research. Over the course of evolution, trees have developed sophisticated communication and cooperative systems. Trees are actually quite similar to humans. It just is a matter of perspective. On top of that, Wallabin suggests that they may even have their own version of consciousness and wisdom. The biggest lessons that you'll learn in Hidden Life of Trees would include that trees have their own personalities, including each seed having different traits and characteristics of the species. No one seed is the same. Trees form communities in which they support one another. Old forests have established A huge communication system underneath the soil where trees communicate all across the forest. A wood wide web. Humans could learn a lot from trees, especially when it comes to teamwork. If you are eager to discover some of the secrets of the forest and understand these living beings in a different perspective, this book has exactly what you're looking for. As each tree has its unique combination of experiences and traits, which end up being its personality over time, trees themselves live a lot longer than humans, but they do live their life in a similar way. They are raised by their parents nearby, and they can choose to listen to their parents' advice or not to. For a human amateur who only visits the forest every once in a while, trees may seem mindless, but most people assume that whatever's encoded in those genetics of trees are simply conditions for them to live their lives, but they're actually way more individual. As the author, Wolobin, has been observing trees for 30 plus years, if you did the same, you would also notice that each one is unique. Trees are able to remember experiences and learn from them, and over time, that is what will form their personality, just like humans. Trees have to make decisions over their lifetime. This includes how long they need to keep their leaves on their branches, or in which direction to grow their roots. If a tree makes a mistake, like shedding their leaves after the first frost, it won't make the same mistake again. Mr. Wolobin uses an example of three oaks that grow really close together to interpret how differently individual trees will learn from their experiences and make decisions moving forward. As he observed them over the years, he realized that one of them always sheds their leaves two weeks earlier than the others. Since all of them experience exactly the same weather conditions, the explanation needs to be something else. That oak tree has grown to be simply more careful than its companions. You'll learn many more examples similar to this in the book. Trees themselves depend on their community life for growth and survival. Though it may not seem like it, trees are not loners. They're actually just the opposite. Most trees have evolved to be committed team players. They work within communities, just like how humans thrive. They care for each other a whole lot especially when they're in the forest. Trees can't necessarily run away, so they've developed other systems of protecting themselves. Most of these systems are founded on communication and mutual support within the community of the forest. One example is the communication network trees have developed by connecting their roots through a system of underground fungi. These can go for thousands of miles Even within one handful of soil, the fungi roots could be kilometers long. Certain fungi species are better for this than others. As these fungi roots grow for many miles, trees stay connected. They transmit electrical pulses through the fungal root network. This is very useful, for example, to warn other trees about invasion of pests or upcoming drought on the other side of the forest. Trees also use other communication mechanisms. They rely mostly on scent. So instead of communicating verbally, they use scent to communicate. In the African savannas, umbrella acacias often get eaten by giraffes. What then happens would be the tree starting to produce a toxic substance that stops those herbivores from munching on their branches often within minutes. Simultaneously, that same substance produces a warning scent that other acacias around immediately will pick up on, so then they will also prepare for the draft's advance on themselves. Another form of support trees give one another is sharing nutrients through their roots. When one tree struggles to photosynthesize enough energy or is under attack by insects other trees around may decide to help this tree by sharing their own food. As trees can teach us lessons a lot more on cooperation and solidarity, you may be wondering, why would a tree do that? Why would it share its own food with a neighbor, risking that there may not be enough left for itself? Are trees selfless, as in they care for the well-being of others more than their own? Not quite, the point here is that the trees seem to understand very well, probably better than humans, that supporting the whole forest is in their best interest. The trees know that it's simply better for them to be together. They rely on their immediate neighbors as well as the whole forest's ecosystem for each of their own survival. Living in the woods protects it from storms and other extreme weather conditions as well as secures the precise microclimate that all trees need to survive. If a tree is helpful to those around, it can also count on the support of others later. They will actually remember being helped by that tree and will lend a hand when the other tree is in need. It seems so logical and straightforward, but how often do we humans fail to grasp these rules of community living? How often do we treat social life as a zero-sum game, where it is either us or the other person who wins. By observing the hidden life of trees, we can get inspired to bring more kindness and cooperation into our own lives, as well as appreciate trees around us. As we design our space with permaculture principles, knowing how trees communicate and their own way of life, this would allow us to create more situations where everyone is a winner. The hidden life of trees has really changed my perception, not only of the trees, but of the natural world as a whole, how everything is connected. It really brings truth that the earth is also a sentient being itself, as in it's living and breathing as well, where trees, humans, and other earthlings all are sentient on it. We often assume that if an organism can't walk and talk Like humans or have a similar consciousness like humans, we treat it as if it's not living at all or doesn't have consciousness. This book will show you that trees are a form of life just as valid as a human one and therefore deserving respect. Ultimately, old growth forests have the most defined communication and support of each other, Trees that are alone in urban environments are often stressed out and have no one to talk to. I highly suggest reading this for your own perspective on trees. It can really open your world up and understand and appreciate the natural world. I've attached some videos that support this book as well. You can find them for free through YouTube and Vimeo. One link is a TED talk, which includes a speaker who has worked with the author, Peter Wolobin, closely. She gives a better perspective of this book through the TED Talk. I highly suggest you watch it. There are two other documentary-style videos that include a narrative about the life of trees. You'll also get a very great visual understanding of various animals and how they interact with trees, although not quite the depth of what the book provides. Make sure to pick yourself up a copy of this book. I highly suggest it. I've got various links in any form you wish in the description of this episode, whether that be paperback, audiobook, through Kindle, or through Apple iBooks. Regardless of the version that you pick up, I can guarantee you will enjoy it. Thanks for riding along on this journey into permaculture. See you on the next one.